0: Good morning, everybody. I'd like to thank all of you that take time to listen to us on Sunday mornings, and I'd especially like to thank all of you that tell your friends about us. We try our best to bring you messages, great messages. We come to you every week, and we hope to continue to do it. So continue to tell your friends. Today we have St. Paul with us. St. Paul's pretty unique. He's an example of forgiveness. He actually persecuted Christians before Jesus showed himself to him. Paul's very unique, and I'm looking forward to his messages. So he's here. Let us begin. Good morning, everybody. Yes, what Barry tells you is very true. I actually persecuted Christians. I thought that they were crazy. I thought that this man that they were following was... that he was a threat to the Jewish community. The high priest told us that he was... he was going to be king of the Jews. And there was no way he could be king of the Jews. Because they were. They were in charge of the Jewish faith. They were priests. They thought they knew everything. They said that this man that is walking the streets, he's a false prophet. Oh, don't get tied up in the fact that he can save people. Don't believe the fact that he can cure people, that he can actually raise people from the dead. That's all fake. That can't be true. Because you see, nobody can do that. There's no human can go out and do these things. We're waiting for the Messiah. He's going to come. One of these days, he'll show up. This guy is not him. There's no way that this simple carpenter could ever, ever do what he's been told, what we're told that he can do. So, go. Go persecute his his followers. They're no good. They've... They have no idea what's right and wrong. Why should they be allowed to live or for their families to to thrive? They've proven that they don't know anything. Well, guess what? Everyone was proven wrong that spoke those words. You see, Jesus was the most incredible Person had ever walked the earth. He could do all those things. I didn't believe it. But let me tell you this that day I was on the road to Damascus and Jesus appeared before me when I knew he was dead. There was no doubt that he was dead. He was in the tomb. The high priests, they were happy. They were giggling. They were like children. Because this incredible person was dead. As I was traveling on the road, I saw this glow. And then this absolutely incredible image comes forth. I had never met the man, but I knew. I knew right away. And this incredible man called me by name. He called me Saul. That was my name. And he said, Saul, your life is about to change. And boy, did it. From that exact moment, I had no doubts. I could never doubt again. You see, I was one of the chosen ones. I was chosen, I was chosen to see Jesus after he resurrected. Phenomenal. As I look back, I can't believe that I was chosen. But then I'd served him many lifetimes before, and he knew there would be no doubts that I would serve him again faithfully. The other disciples, they didn't trust me, and well, they should not have. When they first saw me, they thought that I was there to arrest them, and I was not. Believe me, I was not. I had just participated in an incredible miracle. You see, we were all very uneducated. there was no such thing in our mind as christianity before before i saw him you see in 3 years that man did things that no one could do he established the faith of christianity think of that he didn't have access to social media or youtube or whatever you want to call it he simply walked the earth in that small area, speaking to people. And the followers that believed him changed the world. They took his words and they continued to speak it. His words live forever because those few followers believed. They believed and they changed the world. If you have any doubts that you think that you cannot make a difference, I want you to think about the fact that these few people, and there weren't many of them, that maybe 100, 150 people could change the world. And they did it peacefully. They didn't say, if you don't change, I'm going to cut your head off. They said that we believe this man, we love this man, and we are going to follow his words, his simple words, and when we follow those simple words, we're going to join him in heaven. Many of you don't even know what heaven is, but we're going to join him there. You can't see it, you can't feel it, but it's real. Heaven is the most incredible place that your soul will ever go. Your soul goes many places, it lives many lives, but it always returns to heaven. Every time your soul passes from your body, you are going to find out that heaven truly exists, and you're going to find out how you live your life, they're going to tell you. They want you to live your life as Jesus told you to live it, no other way, as simply as you can. They want you to believe. They want you to have faith. You see, faith is the foundation. It's the foundation of everything. If you don't believe, you have no foundation, and you will never build a good life without a foundation. I had a terrible foundation. I was simply wanted to hurt Christians. What could be worse? i was trying to stop the greatest movement ever christianity you see if i had succeeded you wouldn't be listening to me today you wouldn't be speaking about jesus and you would not know the miracles that he did you see i am proof that forgiveness is real I did not deserve to be forgiven. On my own, I would never have been forgiven. I would continue to do what I was doing. But you see, Jesus wanted to see an example. He wanted to set this example of forgiveness. He wanted to show all of the people in the future that would follow him and hear my story that it is never too late to be forgiven. You are the one that has to forgive to be forgiven. If you don't forgive, why should you be forgiven? There's no logic there. Forgiveness starts with you, simply. You have hurt others throughout your life as I had. There is no doubt. We all do that. We all hurt others. As we grow, we show anger, we show hatred, so we do all of the things that Jesus tells us not to do. And hopefully, the goal is that you will understand that you are doing what he does not want you to do. If you understand these simple facts, then you will be greeted with open arms in heaven. If you do not, then things will not be as great. You are going to heaven. There is no hell. You are going straight to heaven when your soul passes. You have free will. You may decide to delay the entrance because you're afraid to be judged. And that can be up to you. But there will be a time you're going to heaven. If you don't go, you cannot reincarnate to another life and not have the opportunity to be forgiven. You see, future lives... Are God's methods of forgiveness? He lays out life plans, and in those life plans you have karmas that you have to pay. You pay in those lifetimes for things that you did in priors, and you learn lessons that you need to advance into the future. These are all givens. Doesn't change. Been going on for millions of years. But forgiveness. Is something special. There's no doubt that all of us have sinned and have done things against God's will. But that does not mean that from this day forward you have to continue to do it. You have the ability to change. You can make the decision. You can do all that you need to do to live according to God's rules. From this moment forward. You see, my moment came on the road to Damascus. There was no doubt. Once I saw him, there was no going back. There was only going forward, and going forward was telling others of his true existence, of his true love, of all of the things that God wanted me to do. Going forward from this time is up to all of you. Simply pray to him. Say, Father, give me the strength to do what you want me to do. Show me what you want. Lead me. Let me, I am telling you from this moment forward that I want to follow you. I don't want to follow evil because I know the terrible effect that it will have upon my soul. You see, evil is very strange. It comes to you in many ways. It may come to you as orders from subordinates, from you know, from superiors. You see, they told me to go persecute Christians, and I listened. I did it because I was following orders, but those orders were terrible. Had I truly followed them, it would have had a disastrous effect. But I went out and I told everybody that I could find the true miracle of Jesus. I told him that he had been crucified on the cross and that I still saw him. I saw him days after I knew he was in the tomb. This is a miracle. You can follow this man. You know the words. Do well. Help others do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Those are the everlasting words that Jesus spoke. He spoke it in different ways, but he always spoke it very simply. The people of the time had no way of understanding complicated paradoxes or ways of speaking. Jesus spoke as simply as he could. Just the same as I'm sitting here now, and I'm trying to speak to you as simply as I can. I'm trying to tell you, yes, truly, I saw Jesus. I saw him after you resurrected. Think how few people or souls can say that. None of you will ever be able to say anything like that. But you can say that I want to follow Jesus and his words from this moment forward. We are not asking that you're doing this incredibly difficult thing. What is difficult about living a good life? What is difficult about helping others? What's difficult about showing love? What's difficult about coexisting? There are people that you're always going to disagree with, but you can coexist with them. There are people that are going to be very difficult to love. But you like them. You don't have to hate them. Just because people are different does not say that you should hate. It does not say that because people speak a different language that you should hurt them. Treat them with respect. You want to be treated with respect, don't you? You don't want people to show anger towards you or hate you. Now, there are some people out there that have mental illness that maybe can't answer that properly. But the vast majority of people just simply want to live. They want to raise their families. They want to be happy. God wants you to be happy. He doesn't want you to live in fear. He doesn't want you to live in hatred, anger. He does not want any of these things for you because you can't be happy like that. Happiness is a virtue. Many people want to bring unhappiness to others. That is not what God wants. And when you return, you will it will all be explained to you. And because of the evil that you've done, and that's evil, by the way, hurting others is evil, no way around it. When I hurt others, I was showing evil. But I was so blessed by God because he forgave me. He showed me a path. He showed me how to help many, many other people, and I did. I dedicated the rest of my life to preaching the words of Jesus. Many of those words stuck to others, and those words that they would speak would be heard and remembered. There are so many ways that you can serve God. But the simplest is simply living a good life and showing common sense to others. If you go out of your way to hurt, you will be hurt. If you go out of your way to anger, you will be angered. And if you go out of your way to hate, you will be hated. It's very basic. I wanted to come through today to speak. I understand that many things that many things are taking place in your world. You see in times of trouble that is truly when you should be turning to God. God is special. God is unique. God Can do anything he wants, and he wants you to live a good, happy life. Go out and tell others. I think that there is value in others hearing the words that I spoke today. Go out and tell those people that God truly exists and just simply wants you to live a good life. Not that hard. I am an example of forgiveness. You can all be forgiven for what you've done. From this day forward, live a good life, and you will find that the shining guidance of God will welcome you with open arms. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for allowing me to speak today. I always enjoy speaking to you. I hope that you enjoy hearing my words. Go out and live a good life. That's what God wants of you. He blesses all of you that are listening, and he says that there will be another message next week. So goodbye, and we'll speak again. That was an emotional one. Okay, thank you so much. Sometimes it's difficult for me too. Uh, We'll be back again next week. I just don't have any more to say at this point. So thank you. Thank you so much for listening. We will return. Mm